0: Hello, everybody. It's Pastor Rod here in Tokyo, Japan, wanting to bring you a message from God's Word. And we read in the book of Daniel about these amazing young men who were tested in the fire, and I, and they found that Jesus was with them in the fire. Do you know that Jesus is with you in any trial that you might go through? I I just want to want to say very clearly: the Bible says, Jesus said, "I will never leave you." Or forsake you. That's in Hebrews 13. Look at what it says here in Isaiah 43. It says, When you go through the fire, you will not be burnt. Why? Because God is with you. I believe this, and I learned this as a very, very young Christian. I was a fireman when I became a believer at the age of 19 in Sydney, Australia. And I was so full of joy when I received Jesus on that Sunday night. There was a Sunday night that, that, that I said, Jesus now, and he came into my heart and changed my heart and changed my soul and changed my purpose and changed my destiny and changed everything. It was an amazing Sunday night. And I remember Monday going to the fire station and sharing with all my firemen friends that I've now got joy in my life and I'm happy. And they didn't really care too much about me, I guess. But uh, there was one guy there who was not happy and he was the drug Pusher in the fire station, and third day of me being a believer, he came up in the fire station yard and he hit me in the nose, and uh, I was so shocked that uh, I had been um, I had been hit for being a new believer. And that night, I I went home and I remember it was about two a.m. in the morning. I was in front of my heater, and it was a cold night in Sydney, and I'm praying and reading God's word and I said God I've got to go to the fire station what do I do and I opened the Bible in the middle and uh, put my finger down and it was Isaiah 7 9 and it said there if you don't stand firm in your faith you will not stand at all. In other words God was speaking right to my heart saying You gotta be a man. You gotta stand up. You gotta be strong. You gotta get the the fire of God. You gotta stand in the fire. You gotta, and I will be with you. And this is the revelation I had after three days of being a believer that it's not all gonna be easy. It's not all going to be um, just just, just, just the whole pathway so clear and easy. No, no, we've got to walk with God. But God is with us in the fire. Amen. God will not leave us. He will not forsake us. He says when you go through the fire, it will not burn you. Come on, give God a big praise. If you don't stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. But God is with you. And, And just one last scripture here is as a young believer, it wasn't just the firemen that hit me. I, I went through a series of persecutions. Uh, I remember my old surfing buddies were not happy also that I had a new lifestyle, and they weren't bad people. They were they were great people, but um, it was just a whole different thing. And and then um, I found out that my station officer in the fire station was actually a, a, a Satanist, someone who worshiped Satan, and he was against me. And then my, my own dad, who who uh, I, was, I was attempting to form a relationship with at 19 because he had left our home when I was 8. And Now at 19, I'm, I'm attempting to make a relationship with my father and, and to, to, to forgive and bring healing, and God was helping me. And my dad said these words to me. He said, Rod, I liked you better when you were drunk. Whoa, I mean, this is like fire on fire on fire on fire. And just let me say about my dad, when I was 40, my dad turned to me and he said, son, your God has taken care of you. He's given you a great wife and great boys and a great life. He's not my God, but I can see your God has blessed you. And I said, dad, my God can be your God with just one, one change of heart. And he said, no, 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 that's not for me. My dad at 90 received Jesus in his life. Come on, give God a big praise. I just want to tell you the end of that story because at the beginning he said, uh, you know, something pretty, pretty abrasive and hard. And, but you know what? Even even through all those hard things, I, I really knew that God was with me from the beginning. And friend, my friends gave me this scripture. It's in 1 Peter 5.10. It says, after you have suffered a little while, God himself will restore you and make you strong. And, and I want to tell you that there's fire in this world. we I think we're seeing it in the world today. And uh, for young people have never really seen a, a world at, at war or with pandemic, this, we're in it. What do we do in the fire? Well, that's what my message is today. In the middle of the Bible is a little book called Daniel, it's a story of Daniel and his three friends standing up in the fire, and God being with them and bringing blessing. But it's an amazing story. I want to talk today about three things and three questions that we ask today. Are you ready for some really important questions? Three friends in the fire. And the first question I want to ask is this: Do bad things happen to good people? Do bad things happen to good people? Well, the answer is going to be yes. And from this story, we're going to see a story of these three friends being betrayed and thrown into fire and, and 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 all these bad things. And we learn straight away that because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I am bulletproof and doesn't mean that bad things won't happen. What it means is God is with us in those things to come through. Now, we're going to read the story. Here we go. Daniel 3, verse 1. King Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon that we call Iraq today. He made an image of gold, 60 cubits high and six cubits wide and set it up on a plain of Dura in the province of Babylon, a very, very high, tall, but like an obelisk sort of statue out there in the desert area. And the Herald loudly proclaimed in verse 4, nations and peoples of every na- of every language, this is what you're commanded to do. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, parp, harp, pipe and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that king Nebuchadnezzar has set up. As soon as you hear music, you got to you got to go down on your hands and knees and worship this obelisk. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into the blazing furnace verse 8. At this time some astrologers came forward to denounce the Jews to to speak against the Jews who Daniel and his friends were obviously Jewish people. Verse 12, there are some Jews, king, who you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Their name is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Well, these young men were betrayed they were leaders they were doing a great job they were serving God in a foreign country a foreign culture yet they were successful they were able to worship the the creator the the God of the whole world and and these guys came up and they betrayed them and said to the king "Ah, we we see these three uh, young Jewish guys they're not obeying they're not good which wasn't true. And I want to say a few things here right now. Life is not meant to be easy, but it is meant to be good. And this is what Jesus spoke about with the kingdom of God. He said, "When you are persecuted," that's what Jesus said, "when when it happens, when it happens, rely on God and your reward will be very great." This this question of does bad things happen to good people is also important because we need to know that we can't judge from outside situation you can't judge someone from the outside what their heart is doing and in Jesus day and in many other cultures they say if you are wealthy and successful that means you are good now i'm not saying wealthy successful people are bad all i'm saying is we can't say that it must be a matter of the character of the heart the the situation within the family within the life that's the true life and and so when, when, when Jesus was around, he was clearly saying to people, don't judge by the outside. Judge by the heart, the actions. The, the good tree will bring forth good fruit. And so as Christians, we need to know that sometimes bad things have happened and do happen. I think it's really important that we understand this because if we don't, when those bad things happen, we will wonder where is God god where are you why wasn't i warned why wasn't i told in fact jesus spoke in the parable of the sower there is a type of heart that when they hear the good news they rejoice and go yay it's amazing but when trouble comes because of the word they quickly fall away so jesus is even saying hey you need to know even as a young believer that there are some hard times but god is with us in the fire Let's move on in our story. These guys were were betrayed. And we're going to read in verse 16 what happens because the king, Nebuchadnezzar, was so angry, was so angry at these three young amazing young men. And it says in verse 16, this is their response to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, about worshipping the big obelisk, the big statue. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, We do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, then God that we serve is able. He's able. He's able to deliver us. And if He delivers us from Your Majesty's hand, but if He doesn't, we want you to know, Your Majesty, they're very honoring, aren't they? That we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. This is one of the most famous scriptures from the Old Testament when these three young men say, God is able to deliver. God is strong. God is good. But if it doesn't happen like I expect, I'm still going to praise His name. Come on. Come on. You've got to praise. This is the heart of people who have been changed by the power of Jesus, the resurrection power of Jesus. This is my second question I'm going to ask. My second point is this. What would we do in the moment of fire? What will we do in the moment of fire? And I want you to know that although we probably will not have this situation, I, I, I don't think so. But in life, we will go through fire moments. You've had fire moments, times of temptation or depression or disappointment or betrayal or And the longer you live, friends, the more you actually do have these experiences. It's not less because time is long and we need to have that clean heart that is able to clean us from all the stuff that happens. In verse 19, it says Nebuchadnezzar was furious with this response. This lovely faith-filled response did not bring a good outcome. It says Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And his attitude towards them changed and he ordered the furnace of fire heated seven times hotter than usual so there was a turn and what are they going to do in the fire and i want to tell you i believe that we've got to get ready for the fire you got to get ready when i was a three three day old christian i got hit in the head and somehow i was ready for the fire not because i'm great i was a baby christian but because god's word was strong in my heart because I read it and God did a miracle of strengthening. I was in the fire and I knew that God was with me. I went back to the fire station the next morning and that bully, that drug pusher, he never came near me again, never touched me again, never threatened me again. It was like, wow, that's amazing. Now there's some other parts of that story, but it's true. It's actually true that 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 God did protect me in the fire. He didn't remove that man and I never prayed for that man to be hurt. In fact, I know his name and I still pray for him to this day that he'll be saved and I'll see him in heaven and we'll laugh about that early moment. Seriously, I pray for his salvation. You know, I was taught as a young Christian this saying. You ready for a saying here? The man or the woman who stands for nothing will fall for anything. The person who stands for nothing will fall for anything. What that means is is that I'm gonna be a, if I'm not strong, I'm gonna be a sucker for any fake story, any gossip, any bad speaking about something or somebody, even someone close to me. I can be fooled by that if I don't have character, if I don't have my compass set to what jesus says in his teaching about you know um honoring god and honoring his his uh his people and uh and and maintaining good friendships and a great marriage and uh keeping clean heart and and not gossiping no this this leads to strength of character that we all want today some of the great heroes in the world today are showing character in the middle of the fire they say the right thing in the middle of the fire they do the right thing. Now, as well as a fireman, I was then a salesman. And as a salesman, there was a different fire. It was a fire of, um, of knowing what to do in a bad situation in a work sense. And um, at that time, I was part of a, a pharmaceutical company that I really enjoyed. Um, but I knew they were going to a foreign country, and it was going to be a, a, a conference, and I knew it was going to be bad. And there was going to be some bad things happen at that conference. And I went to my um, manager and, and I said to him, "I know we, I know this is all happening because the guys are talking about it, but you need to know that I'm just not going to be part of those activities. I won't judge the people. I'm not going to say things, but I cannot participate in some of those activities. And he crossed his hands and he said, all right we'll put you in a room with another guy that thinks the same as you. And I said, thank you, sir, that I will go and I won't participate in that stuff. I will be a good team member talking about the business. But you know what? I had to be ready for that fire because I couldn't have gone on that, on that conference without preparation, without knowing there was fire there. There's going to be fire there. There's going to be and you know what? It's like that in life when you know there's going to be a, a deal you, you're going to lie about, or you're going to be involved with this, or be exposed to that. And and we've got to have this this heart that says, "What will I do in the moment of fire? The man who stands for nothing will fall for anything, but the man who stands for Jesus is strong in His love and His power. Come on, God is with you in the fire." then you will be strong and no matter what happens, God is on your side. And I think this is also incredible that these three young men were in the fire together. And I'm sure they talked and said, you know, if, 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 we do, if God doesn't come through like we hope, we go into the fire, we're going to be together, we're going to be united, we're going to be praying, we're going to be singing. And you know, here in Japan, there's a famous story from the Middle Ages where 26 Christians, young Christians, were crucified in the city of Nagasaki. It's a famous story of the persecution about 1593, it started. And in that persecution, there was a little boy, 11 year old boy, and his 13 year old friend. It was two young people, and the rest were maybe in their 20s. And they were going to be crucified for their faith in Jesus here in Japan. And the samurai who was going to carry out the execution the crucifixion of these very innocent people did not want those two boys to be killed and he said to them and he appealed to them and he said please give up your faith in Jesus please do that I don't want you to die on a cross and the two boys looked at the samurai and their answer was which cross is ours which cross is ours and, and, and the story goes that they all were crucified and the leader Paul Mickey was asked by the two boys what do we do and Paul Mickey said sing till we die sing till we die you see sometimes reward doesn't happen till the next life that's why this life is not my best life we need to be very clear on this friends this life is not supposed to be our best life this life is supposed to be our purpose life is supposed to be our, our live for God life, our, our, our do something for God life, our live for purpose life. It's not my best life, although I love my life. It's a good life. I love my wife and my kids and the church and I'm living a pretty good life. I can tell you a pretty good, but it's not my best life because my best life is called heaven, right? And these three men were prepared to give up their life. These young men, Shadrach, Shid, Meshach and Abednego, even if god doesn't deliver us we will stand firm and if they had died they would have gone to heaven they'll be there for their best life in heaven and we need to get this right this i, I I'm, I'm not looking for the fire i'm not looking for a hard time but i need to be a man of character and be ready when the fire comes i need to have good friends i need to have come on good friends we need to have a great church, a great connect groups, a great dream team, a great... We need to put our heart with our friends, the same, the same heart who love the house of God and, and love God. And, and even though hard things happen, we're still going to be together in all those wonderful things. And these trials, well, they bring they bring clarity, they bring vision, they bring, they bring significance to my life. A lot of things that have been hard have brought significance when I was hit, And God spoke to me, it developed in me a a passion to serve Him. The trial brings something good in the end. And the last thing I want to say is the resolution of this story. You see, the three friends did go in the fire. And when the king looked in, he didn't see them burnt up. He saw the three men in the fire. He was shocked. And he said, I see a fourth person in there. Who is the fourth person? And here's my third question. Is Jesus really there in the fire with us? And my answer is yes. We're going to read Matthew, uh, Daniel chapter 3, verse 24 to the end of the story. You ready? And King Nebuchadnezzar leapt to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw in the fire? They replied, Certainly, Your Majesty. And he said, the king said, Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like the Son of God. Wow. You know, friends, this is the first time in the whole Bible we hear the term Son of God. When Jesus was on the earth, that term was used of Jesus many, many times. Many times people looked at Jesus and He said, Son of God. Son of God. A a young disciple called Nathaniel, when he met Jesus, he said, Son of God. When when Jesus was walking on the water and the disciples saw Jesus, they said, Son of God. Even the demons were calling out, Son of God. This this is the first time this term is used in the Bible about Jesus. Because I believe it was Jesus in the fire. I see four. The fourth looks like a Son of God. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego came out of the fire. Did the fourth one come out? No, he was he was with them in spirit. He was with them. And the, and the satraps, prefects, governors and royal advisors crowded around them. And they saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies. Not a hair of their head was singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there's not even a smell of fire on them. They came out without the the smell of the fire, without the smell of the trial. What a great message that is, as well. Amen. And, And it says, and Nebuchadnezzar says, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel. It's Jesus before he appeared, sent his angels and rescued his servants they trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god therefore this is nebuchadnezzar this is the king i decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the god of shadrach meshach and abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble for no other god can save in this way this is the last verse you ready it says then The king promoted Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the province of Babylon. This is the end of the story. But let me say the end of the story in our lives is not ended. We're living with trials and God is with us in the trial. Jesus was with them in the trial. You know what? If I'm going to go through a trial, I'd rather go through with Jesus. I know some people when they go through the trial, almost throw off their faith and say, well, where was God? Or, or what, God, what, what good did God do? And I say to them, I'd rather be in the trial with Jesus than without Jesus. And even if I don't see Him with my eyes, I can feel Him, sense Him, know Him, perceive Him, that He is with me in the middle of the trial. Just like when my dad said to me, Son, I liked you better when you were drunk. And yet, when I was 40, my dad said, son your life you've been blessed your 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 god has taken care of you it took some time to get through that trial but at the end there was promotion and blessing that affected me and affected my dad forever it was an amazing thing to, to think back on right the fire wasn't good but we came out with god's blessing you know you and jesus will always make a majority you and jesus at work You and Jesus in the sports team. You and Jesus in the serving team at church. You and Jesus in the university or the study hall. You and Jesus will always be a majority. God's strength is on your life. And I I finished today with a very well-known story that most Christians will know this little story, sort of well-known, about a, a person who had a dream. And in their dream, they saw their life with Jesus like walking along a beach and they could see two sets of footprints, their footprints and Jesus' footprints. And it's a dream, all right, the dream. And in the dream, he he goes through a very hard time and all of a sudden he only sees one pair of footprints. And he turns to Jesus and he says, Jesus, why did you leave me in the trial? And Jesus answered and said, I didn't lead you. I was carrying you on my back at that time. And although that's a a poetic story or dream, so much truth. In the moment of trial, Jesus is not just with us. He is carrying us. I love it. I love being a believer. I love being a Christian leader. Life is not always easy, but this truth should refresh us. Really? Should this refresh us? Yes. I believe having Jesus in the trial will refresh us reading his word in the trial praying in the trial forgiving in the trial we will be refreshed let's pray thank you lord for my great friends here and i pray lord no matter whether trial or no trial it's coming in some way and i pray that we would have a a heartfelt confidence that Jesus, you're with us in life and with us in the trial and you'll never leave us or forsake us and, and the trial will not burn us and we're not going to carry the smell of the trial into the future. We're going to leave it. I pray people would leave it behind and drop it in Jesus' name and take on your strength and your power right now. I'd rather be in the trial with you, Jesus, than without you. And I pray that people would feel the same and say, Amen in jesus name amen god bless you all and i just want to say lastly maybe you don't know jesus right now you can receive him he died on the cross rose again three days later he's worthy of our faith and our love he will help you right now would you like to believe in him he will forgive you and open the way to the next life in heaven i'm going to count to three and i'm asking you to receive jesus or maybe come back to jesus when i count to three you ready here we go one two three right now jesus i pray you come into lives you come back to lives bring your love forgiveness grace strength purpose goodness and an opening to heaven in jesus name amen well god bless you wonderful people